the contemporary spiritual writer and scripture commentator and an engaging storyteller that many of you know, John Shea, says that compassion is exhausting. <laughs> the posture and the exercise of being compassionate is not just in listening to another person, and it is that, or even just being in their presence, but it is to get inside the feelings of another person, to be conscious of their suffering, to have a kind of deep attention to their life issues, whatever that happens to be. So it's not a matter of keeping our distance, but in overcoming our differences and entering a world of understanding and hospitality. And that could be very draining. Whether it is for the professional caregiver or for any of us when we interact with other people in our lives. And like the followers of Jesus, after we have been doing all manner of good things, we feel the need to find a deserted place and rest a while. During these days of summer, many of us find a time and a way to do that. And it is good. It is good for our bodies and our spirits to do that. It can even be a good thing for other people <laughs> who might just be tired of our company. <laughs> just saying. Which is why when I go away, I like to go away for a long time. <laughs> but this gospel story today is not a vacation advisory. The invitation of Jesus to come away to a deserted place does not take them away from the needs of others. As we discovered in Mark's description, the others were there when they got there. There usually isn't any food in a deserted place, at least in the scriptures, as we found out in the story of the feeding of the multitude, since the disciples just weren't that bright and didn't even bring any food for themselves, let alone for 5,000 people. So the deserted place becomes a venue to be fed by the Word of God. There they are to be nourished by the one who is the source of their mission and by his example, Jesus, the compassionate shepherd. And their rest is what we might call a Sabbath rest. It's not a time to do less, but a time to discover what else we are called to do. This gospel scenario could be compared then to our time here. 
in this place. This, in a sense, is our, our Sabbath, our day of rest. But it's also our time to come to that deeper awareness of what it means to be the compassionate person. Here we are invited into the Word of God, the Word that impels us back into the mission that we never really leave. Here we are nourished by the bread of life and the cup of salvation that is both a blessing and a mandate. And one of the most important things that we learn from our rest in the Lord is that we are all the same in so many ways. We all need to be refreshed in our lives. We all need to be nourished by the God who made us one in God's own image. We all need to be shaped by the word of the Lord or else we become self-centered. And We all need to be reminded that we live well when we live in communion with each other. The compassion of the shepherd that Jesus imitates on our behalf is the compassion we need to learn to have on behalf of others. As Paul tells the Ephesians today and us as well, our unity as brothers and sisters is because Christ broke down the dividing wall of enmity, that there might be unity and peace. As Paul says, Jesus came to bring peace to those who are far off and those who are near. As followers of the Good Shepherd, then, we are always invited to the other shore, where there is no enmity and no exclusion. Jesus' invitation to us to get into the boat is not to escape the needs of God's people, but to be there for them. The source of our compassion is the compassion of Jesus. Compassion, then, is not something that can be prescribed by human law. It's not sold as a business model. It's not even rooted in a religious agenda. It's a divine, a spiritual consciousness that's so natural that we are never lacking in it and so refreshing that we never get tired of it.